Ghost Live from London Town. It's the Lee Mac New Year Special. The audience are ready to sing Old Lang Syne with the band. Abu Hams has joined us. Be careful when you hold his hand. So kiss your granny at midnight and put on your home and a socks. It's the Lee Mac Show. And now our special festive musical guest. It's Alan Jones! Take it away! I'm ready for the party atmosphere. I've cleaned and polished my boots. It's great being here in London, but I mustn't forget my roots. We'll keep our welcome in the hillside. We'll keep our welcome in the bay. Whoa, 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 whoa! Stop, Alan, stop! Please, come on, none of that. Thank you. You're winding English up. <laughs> Look, there's a bloke in the front there growling and spitting. Oh no, my mistake. It's a bloke from Swansea asking me the time. <laughs> oh, what a lovely audience we've got tonight. No, fantastic looking lady, madam. Uh, you're like me, you're a horse face. <laughs> no, that's not rude. It means a long face. No, I'll, I'll re re reword that. What I mean is, a you know, you've got two types of women's face. You've got the long face, which is the horse face. Then you've got the round face, which is the plate face. It's either horse or plate. It's not rude. You can't win. If you say horse, women think you mean ugly. If you say plate, they think you mean fat. I've got a good mind to stop even trying to entertain people on the trains. It doesn't mean that. You look, I'm not being rude. Honestly, everyone in the front row, you're fantastic looking, madam. You're a horse. You're a plate. You're a horse. All the women can be categorised. Horse, plate, horse, plate. The whole of the front row. So not just you, madam. Name any woman that's famous, that's good looking, like a supermodel or an actress. Anyone that's supposed to be beautiful, right? And I'll prove that anyone can be categorised as a horse or a plate. Beyonce. Beyonce. That's a tough one. She's gorgeous. <laughs> All right, you've got a point. Not everyone. Just the hideous mingers we've got in today. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to crack on and welcome a lady who's got blokes queuing up to kiss her under the mistletoe. And God only knows where she got that belt made out of mistletoe. Please welcome Angela McHale. <laughs> So, Angela, what did you ask for this Christmas? Peace and goodwill to all men. And did you get it? Of course not. Well, you should have asked for a bite then, shouldn't you? <laughs> Father Christmas is a toy maker, not Kofi Annan. People like you have lost the true meaning of Christmas. Do you mean people like me? Morally bankrupt, lacking in spirituality, self-centred. Seek similar for fun and games. <laughs> I know the true meaning of Christmas. I'm quite a religious person, you know. All right. What were the three wise men called? Gandalf, Merlin and Excalibur. What's your favourite hymn? Heaven is a place on earth, Belinda Carlisle. And finally, for tonight's star prize, if you're so spiritual, why didn't you get me a present, you tight northern git? Oh, that is a shame. It's not about material possessions. So why did you ask me for a blue stratus aftershave set, a bottle of spumante and Champions League Sabutio? I got you them all. You got me nothing. You know it's better to give than to receive. In that case, you're getting all the fun, aren't you, you selfish cow? You're as tight as a gerbil's front bottom. I'm not me. So where's my present? I've converted to Islam. No, you haven't, Lee. Hey, it's Fakwa Rasheen to you. Where's my present? All right, here's a fiver. Get yourself down the pick and mix. I don't want your money. So why have you put it in your pocket, then? Never mind that. You should have got me something. I was very hurt. I've got you something, really. Have you? Of course I have. Got it here. A blue stratus aftershave set, 
And Champions League Sabutio. Wow. Great minds think alike. What about the bottle of Spumanti? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our special guest. And what a perfect man for the festive occasion, because this man is very similar to Christmas. In the same way, he's very similar to a row of tents. Please welcome Alan Carr. Thank you. Thank you. Do you, you could turn this down a bit? It's making me sound camp. No, don't. No, it would sound like this anyway. Yeah. I've come all the way down from Manchester to be here. I've had a terrible time in Manchester because of the way I am up there. The Manx, they hate me, honestly. I'm absolutely terrorised. I've been burgled twice. I've had my car broken into. I caught one lad running up the road with my satellite navigation system. Do you know what hurt the most? I could hear her helping him. Turn left up the road. <laughs> But they're dangerous, though. They've cut, they cut the brakes on me car. Honestly, I knew it was them because they'd written surprise on me airbag. <laughs> and the thing is, I need my car. And you know what? I can't get car insurance because I'm classed as an entertainer. Don't say anything. But they, <laughs> they insure everyone else. Did you see that on the news last week? The old man, 85, took a wrong turn and drove his car in the sea. And I'm glad it happened. Because anything that takes the smugness out that saga car insurance advert. <laughs> you know, if you're over 80, you're less likely to put in a claim. Only because you've forgotten by the time you got home. <laughs> it went for the lollipop lady stuck on the bonnet. Where are you taking me? <laughs> and we've got rats in the house. We've got rats. They've got into the lining of the settee. And it's disgusting. They're scurrying around, and there's only so many times you can pass it off as a massage chair. <laughs> How do you turn this thing off with this hammer, you little... <laughs> I'm sick of being bullied. I was bullied at school. Aww. Bullied, I had glasses, I had a brace, I had a hearing aid. Yeah. I wasn't deaf. It's nice to have the full set. <laughs> I mean, I had to have a brace, I had big teeth, been boarded did I have big teeth. <laughs> if I'd gone to Africa, I would have got poached. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my dad didn't really like me because it wasn't that manly, do you know what I mean? He wouldn't trust me with anything, anything technical or electrical. Don't send Alan, he wouldn't understand, do you know what I mean? As if I'm going to come out of Dixon's with a pony, go, <laughs> what am I like? <laughs> I notice now in the papers that you've got coming out cards now. Fathers can give their sons coming out cards if they come out as gay. How easy is that? I went in to have a look at these coming out cards and thankfully they're the flat ones, not the talking ones. Oh, here she is. <laughs> I've been Alan Carr. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to meet our musical guest, Alec Jones! Hello, Alec. Hello. Did you have a nice Christmas? Uh, yeah, it was lovely. And what did Santa bring for this lucky little lad, then? A socket set. Did he? <laughs> hey, who's trying to be like Daddy, then? Have you been mending your brum-brum, you little monkey? You know I'm 35, don't you? Are you? Oh. Look 
after you all grown up. <laughs> it only seems like yesterday I was being entertained by a lovely little 12 year old boy with an innocent smile. That was two days ago, Yeah, shut up, Steve. <laughs> Listen, I don't think they'd let 12 year old boys present a Sunday night prime time TV show. Apart from Anton Deck, of course. Oh, of course, Songs of Praise, formerly hosted by that saucy little sex pot herself. Hey, what's it like following in the footsteps of Thora Heard? <laughs> I say footsteps, obviously I mean Stanna Sturlift. It was a challenge, but you know, it's been great. And it's led to uh, all sorts of opportunities, like being on Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, that's right. Who else was on with you? Carol from Countdown. Oh, yes, Carol. I wouldn't mind one from the bottom, please, Vorderman. <laughs> Esther. Oh, yes, Esther. If I was kidnapped, God knows who'd bother paying the ransom. <laughs> did you do well? Ah, according to Bruce Forsyth, I did. No, that's just his catchphrase. What? So he... <laughs> He didn't really think it was nice to see me, to see me nice. Uh, afraid not. <laughs> so how did you do? I came fourth. Was that a dance move? No, I came fourth. Oh, I see. Well, never mind. It's not the winning that matters. It's the dressing up in sequins and looking like a non-spot. <laughs> and of course, you're still recording, aren't you? You're still singing that very high-pitched way, like a small bird trapped in a boiling kettle. I'm no longer a soprano. What happened? Did you get on the wrong side of the mafia? <laughs> Not that sort of soprano. Soprano is a type of classical singing. And what do you sing? Well, I've done them all over the years. Contralto, soprano, mezzo-soprano. Have you tried that new quattro promaggio? That is lovely. <laughs> and of course... You're not the only child star to come out of Wales, are you? No, there's Charlotte Church, voice of an angel. DNA of a Welsh pikey. <laughs> she's, she's a bit of a girl, though, isn't she, eh? Oh, well, you really shouldn't have written that joke, Alex. <laughs> she's... <laughs> She'll have you. She has. <laughs> These are the bits you don't hear on Songs of Praise. <laughs> Yeah, she's a bit of a girl, isn't she? She certainly is. She's drunk me under the table many a time. Yeah? How did you get her to do that? <laughs> what? Forget it. Now, you are um, you're a Welshman through and through, aren't you, Aled? Well, you know, Aled and Jones. You'd be hard-pressed to find something more Welsh than that. What about a Landudno rugby playing coal miner listening to Shirley Bassey whilst tickling Max Boyce of the Leak on board Ivor the Engine travelling from Carmarthen to Clanvir Puth Gwyngir Gorgar Ich Windrob and Siri Siri Nicely said. And like a lot of Welsh celebrities, you're very keen to promote the Welsh language, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. I like to speak or sing in Welsh whenever I get the opportunity. You know, it's our language and I, I like to protect it. Good for you. Maybe you could try and teach me a bit now. OK, why not? OK, what's Welsh for radio? Radio. <laughs> Music. Music. Saucepan. Saucepan. Dance. Downshaw. You're doing a great job, Alad. Fight the good fight. <laughs> or as you lot say in your native Welsh language, fight the good fight, yo. <laughs> I have to ask, do you still sing Walking in the Earth? Well, I get asked to do it now and again. Would you do it for us now? Glad to. A minor? No, he's just said he's 35. <laughs> We're walking in the earth. Sorry, sorry, can I stop you? Can you do the voice? What voice? You know, Joe Pasquale with his nads trapped in a vice. 
Listen, I told you, I can't do Soprano anymore. Should we just get on with the Scrooge sketch? Ah, oh, you're looking forward to dressing up? Sorry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Alan Jones! He's a good, he's a good. He's ever, he's a good. Oh, hello, Bob. Fancy seeing you in here. Well, we are lift engineers and we're both working on the same lift, the one that we're actually in now, so it's not a massive coincidence, is it? <laughs> Cheer up, you old curmudgeon. It's New Year's Eve. Sorry, I must have got out the wrong side of bed this morning. I didn't hear you leaving. Don't start all that. <laughs> all that sexual innuendo thing you do, just pack it in. Talking of putting your packet That's in. That's the kind of thing <laughs> I'm talking about. I can't wait for tonight. I love New Year's Eve. How are you celebrating? I'm not. I'll tell you what New Year's Eve means to me. People puking up, cheap sherry, kissing loads of strangers and getting herpes. You're still writing for Clinton cards. <laughs> anyway, you're not going anywhere. There's an elevator broken at the BBC. We're going to be there all night. Oh, no. Come on, please, boss. I've been looking forward to this all year. Tough. It's not my fault. I didn't tell Eamon Holmes and Firm Britain to meet in that lift. <laughs> you're such a killjoy. What a horrible thing to call somebody. That's deeply offensive. I only said killjoy. Oh, sorry, I thought it said Kilroy. <laughs> Doors closing. Hang on, we're moving. Someone must have called for the lift. I thought this building was empty. That's weird. I think we're heading to the top of the shaft. That's what you said to me last You're doing time. it again. <laughs> it's, like, it's like an illness, isn't it? Good evening. You must be Mr Schindler. That's right, Lee Schindler. Schindler's lifts. <laughs> sorry. I'm afraid this lift's out of action. I'm more interested in taking a journey into the elevator of your mind. That one's not working either. <laughs> Who are you? I am what was and what can't be changed. I am all your yesterdays. That's all of a name. Must be murder singing happy birthday to you. <laughs> I'm going to take you on a journey to a dark place I suspect you don't want to go. A bit like where I took you last... Not now, Alan. <laughs> For I am the ghost of New Year's Eve past. Going down. Ah! Ah! What happened? Are we dead? Is this heaven? Oh, I hope so. Not the nightclub. Oh. <laughs> it's time for you to face up to the past, Mr. Schindler. This is a wind-up, isn't it? Is this one of those gotcha things? I'm here to help lost souls, to make sure they don't end up like me, an empty spirit. Walking somewhere between the living and the dead. I knew it. Noel Edmonds. <laughs> so where are we? New Year's Eve past. Doors opening. Remember this? Last year's staff party. That's you over there talking to the secretary. Shall we listen in? You gonna buy me a drink, boss? Looks like you've had enough already. I've only had one. That's what I mean. You've had your free one already. <laughs> So, made any resolutions? Yep, yeah, I'm going to lose nine stone. Oh, how are you going to do that? I'm sacking you. <laughs> Not very nice of you, that, was it, Lee? She deserved it. She was mental. That's true. She had a sign on a computer that said you don't have to be mad to work here, but it helps. What's wrong with that? She'd written it in her own poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, and there's me talking to that Welsh bloke. Oh, I'm really annoyed. The hey, boss. Hang on. Hang on. You're really annoyed, aren't you? Yeah, I really <laughs> haven't said it yet. Hey, I bet you pushed her out of that wheelchair to get that job, didn't you? <laughs> Just you wait. Shall we see what they're saying? Oh, I'm really annoyed. The boss won't give me tomorrow off. 
And I've got two tickets to see Charlotte Church. Decrepit old sour guts. Well, it's all that cheap cider she drinks. <laughs> no, I mean Mr Schindler. He's mean, he's nasty, and worst of all, he's two-faced. What are you two doing in here? Oh, hello, boss. Lovely to see you. <laughs> How many drinks have you had? You know only the first is free, don't you? Go on, give him the day off, boss. He's going on a date. You know what they say, when you're in love with a beautiful woman, it's hard. Yeah, well, when you're in love with an ugly woman, it's never hard. <laughs> no chance. Going up. Do I need to show you more? No, I think I've learned my lesson. Which is what? Drinks vouchers. One each. After that, cash. <laughs> People don't need vouchers, Mr Schindler. All they need is love. John Lennon said that. Yeah, but he also said there were eight days in a week and I'm a walrus, so can you trust him? <laughs> I think you need to see more, Mr. Schindler. For I am also the ghost of New Year's Eve present! Oh, we're heading to the bottom! A bit like last night. Not now, Alan! Ah! Later for part two! Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Ali Jones. If it's magic, then why can't it be everlasting? Like the sun that always shines. Like the poet's endless rhyme Like the galaxies in time If it's pleasing Then why can't it be never leaving Like the day that never fails Like on seashores there are shells like the time it always tells It holds the key to every heart Throughout the universe It fills you up without a bite And quenches every thirst So If it's magic why can't we make it everlasting? Like a lifetime of the sun It'll leave no heart undone For there's enough for blind fellas walk into a wall. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. 
time to chat with our house band leader, Steve Brown. So, you're looking forward to tonight's party? Yeah, I think I'm going to do my little party trick. It's not China Man, is it? Because that's what I'm doing. Well, what's that? You know, when you pull your trousers down and hide your tackle between your legs. <laughs> wow. You can't buy class, can you? You think that's bad? I knew a woman once who could do the opposite. She used to get... I her... don't want to hear it. <laughs> Please. Don't want to hear it. So, what are you doing? I'm going to sing Old Lang Syne backwards. Steve. What? You can't say backwards anymore. It's learning difficulties. <laughs> Show some compassion. Otherwise, we'll get loads of complaints from the Bennies. <laughs> I mean backwards like this. It was old Lang Syne in reverse. I hope you're not trying to give off any subliminal messages to the kids. What do you mean, subliminal messages? You know what I mean. Getting them into things they shouldn't. Hardcore drugs, devil worship, the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> Why would I do that? I've seen you hanging around street corners with a guilty look and a whiff of Alka Pops. Yeah. Play the tape backwards and you'll see what I sang. It's not that difficult. Well, the audience are impressed. Yeah, but they clapped when we give them free biscuits. <laughs> yeah, I bet you couldn't do it. <laughs> Move over, sunshine. I didn't know you were a Jerry Halliwell fan. <laughs> Play it backwards. See? Piece of cake. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Brown! Meanwhile, back in Schindler's Lift. He's good. He's a good. He's a good. He's a good. Now where are you taking me? Are you ready to land at the next destination of your mind where the darkest recesses of your wrongdoing are eaten by the maggots of your conscience? This is the last time I booked with Thomas Cook. <laughs> I'm taking you to the present. When we step out of here, it will be today. Come on then, Christopher Eccleston. Let's get out of your TARDIS. I bet you're bigger on the inside. Will you shut up? <laughs> like we're in some sort of grotty bed sits. Look, there's that Welsh bloke again. Oh, it's very cold, Gwyneth. I know. We're out of fewer. We've burned everything. The logs, the chairs, tiny tin. What? <laughs> Hang on, let me finish. The logs, the chairs, tiny tin. Get yourself over here, son. Oh, I see. Chuck yourself on the fire. We can't set fire to Tiny Tim. What about his crutch? No. Anyway, we need him. I've written a song for him. We're going to earn a fortune. What's it called? We're limping in the air. Wow. 
imagine our son's music on the radio. Please, Gwyneth, I've told you before, speak Welsh when we're at home. Sorry. Imagine our son's music on the radio. Maybe you have a dance you. Oh, it's all just a pipe dream, isn't it? We're never going to get out of this mess. This is all Mr. Schindler's fault. Sacking you just because you wanted to go and see the breath of an alky. Voice of an angel. <laughs> Whatever she's called. You know, at this rate, I don't think we're going to be able to pay for Tiny Tim's operation. Don't you worry, we'll be all right. I'm applying for a job right now as it goes. Let's have a look. Dear Songs of Praise, you don't know me, but Thora Heard isn't getting any younger. <laughs> Going up. You see what misery you've caused with your actions. What? What's up with Tiny Tim? He's got stunted growth. The clue's in the name. <laughs> Is he going to be all right? Maybe, but they're also worried about his sisters, malnutrition Molly and no knees Norma. <laughs> They've already lost hope for his brother. Who's that? Dead Dave. <laughs> you have to help them. Look, I'd like to help. But in the words of Mick Hucknall, money's too tight to mention. We're talking about a poor man's soul. Yeah, that's them. Simply read. <laughs> I think there's another place I should take you to. For I am also the ghost of New Year's Eve future! <laughs> now where are we? Doors opening. Oh, look. It's a graveyard. There's a gravestone over there, Mr. Schindler. Why don't you read it? No, please. Don't make me... I, I can't. You mean you can't face your inevitable future? No, he's dyslexic. <laughs> I'll tell you who it is. No, I don't want to hear it. I'll change. I'll be a better person. I'll be kinder and nicer. It's poor little tiny Tim. Oh, thank God. I thought it was me. <laughs> That's terrible. Tiny Tim, what a waste. I know. Such a big stone for such a little fella. I am dismayed to see this doesn't sadden you. Maybe you should look over there. Oh, yeah. There's some men dressed in black digging a hole. I think they're putting a coffin in the ground. Do you reckon it's a funeral? No, it's the annual Goths Wardrobe Burying Convention. Of course it's a funeral, you spanner. Notice anything unusual? Uh, let me think. Is it that I'm stuck in a flying lift that can travel through the corridors of my mind with the help of a talking dead spirit called the ghost of New Year's future? No. Right. Have you got odd socks on? <laughs> oh, there aren't any mourners. Correct. Here lies a man whose life of selfish deeds and a lack of heart have made him a man who has been left with only a box and some flesh-eating worms for company. I'm glad you're not doing the sermon. <laughs> so who is he? Do I need to spell it out, Mr. Schindler? That won't help. It's... <laughs> it's you! Me? What do you mean, me? You, Mr. Schindler! You! Well, that's no help. That's just the same sentence, but longer. <laughs> Can't believe it! That's me in that coffin. Lying there, motionless and stiff. Don't say a word, Alan. <laughs> I don't want to die alone. I could change. Wake up, Mr. Schindler. I don't want to die alone. I could change. Wake up, you're having a nightmare. Oh, thank God. It was awful. Don't worry, it was just a dream. He's awake now. Carry on, ghost of New Year's future. I, I was... <laughs> 
I was just saying, you're going to die alone. I don't want to die alone. I can change. Wake up, Mr. Shiver. I don't want to die alone. I can change. Wake up, you're having a nightmare. Is this the same joke again? <laughs> Where am I? Where's the ghost? What ghost? You're in the lift. You fainted. <gasps> you mean there's still time for me to change? Good idea. Those shoes don't go with those dungarees. <laughs> go into town and buy the biggest turkey they've got and treat yourself to a nice bit of sexual innuendo involving the words gobble gobble. Are you really okay? <laughs> then go round to Di's house and tell him we're giving him the turkey for Tiny Tim. They'll never swap. And then we're going to pay for his operation. And last but not least, get your dancing trousers on. You're having the night off. Oh, boss, you're wonderful. Give us a kiss. Don't even think about it. <laughs> Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot for the sake of old anxiety? Lee Mack, New Year's Special, start me, Alla Jones. Mid-range tenor, Steve Brown. No range, Fiver. Alan Carr. Soprano, Nine Bob. Angela McHale. Shouter, free. Music by Mark Alice, Andy Hamill, Dom Kelly, Hayley Dredge and Kath Jenkinson. It was written by Lee Mack with additional material by Paul Carenza and Claire Jones. It was produced by Claire Jones. Oh, 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 o